Hey everyone, this is AM Reviews. I'm Adrian. I'm Muhammad. This is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and all things superheroes. Be sure to check us out on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome back, everybody, to AM Reviews. It's Muhammad and Adrian, and today we're going to review the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special on Disney+. And this film stars Palm Clematif as Mantis, Vin Diesel as Groot, Chris Pratt as Star-Lord, Dave Bautista as um, Drax, Karen Gillan as Nebula, Sean Gunn as Craglin, and Bradley Cooper as Rocket, and also Michael Rooker as Yondu. And this film is about the Guardians are on a mission to make Christmas unforgettable for Quill and head to Earth in search of the perfect present. So, what did you get from the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Yeah, I thought it was um, I thought it was really cute. It was, I mean, a side story that didn't have to happen, but um, it was neat that it did. Um, I feel like uh, most of this was Mantis and um, Drax, which makes a funny pair, um, and they definitely have like TV uh, sitcom potential. So um, I think it was good they did this. Um, there and uh, of course it's Christmas which is great so them trying to figure out what Christmas even means and um, going on their shenanigans to um, locate would be the perfect present for Peter's um, pretty fun yeah I thought it was pretty fun um, I thought it was a nice little thing that they did a little half hour special a little over half hour um, kind of took me by surprise I mean it's kind of like a lead up to the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, and um, give give us a little sneak peek of, I guess, what they've been up to, who's in the group right now. Um, we do we do see the the dog Cosmos. I'm not sure if he showed up in the second one because they act like he was I just been he here was in the first or second. No, he definitely wasn't in the first, or maybe. Actually, I, I, never mind. I think he was. He showed up with a collector, but I don't think they ever right. like brought him out. Like he wasn't traveling with them in the second one, right? But it seems like uh, like the opening line in this was they bought the world nowhere, which is just a big skull um, that people live on from the collector. So, assuming they just inherited all of his collections, maybe that's why he's with them now. Okay, I gotcha. Um, but yeah, um, that that's fun. It's just a nice little kind of buddy cop with mostly Drax and um, Mantis. <laughs> yeah, because Groot. I mean, you don't see a lot of him. You don't see a lot of Rocket. No, they uh, they don't have the money to spend on CGI and something that's short. So. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know if Groot is as big as he was from um, the first film, but he just looks more built. Yeah, I think he's shorter, but now he's more buff, which is interesting. <laughs> yeah, like he's it's almost like he has an, an armor. Right, right. So maybe he's like an early 20s Groot, no longer a teenager. I yeah, I guess so. It'll be interesting to see, I guess, for volume three, kind of how he behaves as he because he's I guess they had that fun preteen or early teen thing with him not really caring um in uh was it in game, I guess. Um so now maybe he's more mature. We'll see. Yeah, I mean he he might say I'm group maybe two times in this whole thing. Right. Maybe he's <laughs> being being uh listed in this film. I don't even know if you got a check from this. If you did, <laughs> I hope it wasn't that much. <laughs> no, they probably just recycle what they got from the other movies. <laughs> right. As they should at this point. You can only say I am Bruce anyways. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, I mean Peter Quill, I mean he shows up, he's maybe in it for 15 minutes. I guess he's the he's got the third largest maybe role. That, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um but they do have a little cartoon at the beginning, which I thought was nice, kind of showing um, a flashback with Yondu, uh, Peter, when he was, I guess, a teenager, and Craglin. Um, that was nice. Yeah. It gave it um, a, uh, a holiday special kind of feel, being cartoon. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean the the story is pretty simple. I mean, it's it's, it's nothing special really going on. You know, it's Christmas. Um, they want to give Peter something that's very special, something that reminds him him of being back on Earth. And mostly, this is Mantis and Drax thinking of this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so they think back to something that he's always talking about which is Footloose, the movie with Ke- mm-hmm. Kevin Bacon as the hero, which I've never seen that movie. Um, I've seen the original a long, a long time ago. Could not, could not quote it word for word, um, but <clears throat> remember what it's about. Dancing? Pretty much. A town where you can't <laughs> dance. He broke those rules. That's <laughs> so he did. <laughs> That's it? That's really it. The fact that it's a running joke is something that he loves so much in the films is is pretty funny. And and Kevin Bacon and so many other movies and so many other things um, since then. I think it's it's funny that this this running joke paid off and for him to be in the special like this is pretty pretty fun. But um, but yeah, they go and find Kevin Bacon and break into his house and steal him um, and and assault police officers and. Um, and bring him back to nowhere, mind controlled, um, for Peter's enjoyment, which he's very upset about and tells them that's wrong. Um, and then they, then Chris or Chris, um, Peter Quill and um, Kevin Bacon share with the aliens what Christmas is all about. And that's how it ends. But um, the only thing, I guess, world building wise or super impressive that we learned um, was that Mantis has been holding a secret all these years and that is that she is uh peter's sister ego is also her father 
Yeah. I mean, that man went all over the place. Right. <laughs> and the fact that they were able, they, they connected this way, um, astronomical. But I'd love to explore like how she found out, like, wow, why is she just not saying anything? I don't know if they will or not, because um, there's literally just like two sentences in this film. But um, interesting, they chose to bring that up now. Yeah, maybe it plays a role in the third film. Um, maybe. I'm not exactly sure what the third film was about. I mean, we can kind of talk about that trailer. Mm -hmm. um, but, I mean, it kind of just seems like they're just catching us up on, you know, where they've been or where they yeah, are right now. Um, I don't think we have a major villain. I mean, I don't think I know not the name of it. Oh, in oh, in the 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 next film, um, yeah, it looks like I'm not sure if he's going to be a villain or not, but it looks like Adam um, Warlock. Adam Warlock is going to be um, the antagonist um, in this. Um, don't know what what that means or what it is, but that's what it looks like. And it also gives like a bunch of flashbacks as well um, of Rocket's origin, which I had heard that's what the third film is going to explain how he became talking raccoon um so we'll we'll meet the high evolutionary um and it's unclear if that's going to have anything to do with the present or not um but they definitely did set up the trailer to appear pretty sad and i don't know if it's the end of rocket or, or what's going to happen there but yeah so who, who's the black guy i think that's a high evolutionary okay i think that's who that's going to be and Adam Warlock is the guy who's gold. painted gold. Right, right. Created by that race at the end of the first film. Um, the perfect people. I'm forgetting the name of. Um, but <laughs> that's a, that was a cut scene that was, I mean, I guess five or six years old now. Um, yeah, man. When I think her name was Aisha made him. Oh, yeah, um, that is right. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's pissed. Um, <laughs> that's a perfect planet, perfect people. Um, so she created Adam. Yeah, um, I'm not sure how many people remember that, but yeah, that that movie came out a That's while ago, 2017. Um, I'm trying to look up the actor's name. Who? Um, oh, I forget. Who's that? So much. Yeah, he always seems like a bad guy, or like a douche or something. He plays it well. <laughs> um, Will Poulter. Oh, he was in, you know, one of your favorites, Midsummer. You remember that? I That's think he, right. I think he got killed in that. I'm pretty sure they all got killed. <laughs> yeah, they all did get killed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he he's he he's never really a good guy in movies. No, nah, he's been playing evil since he was like ten. <laughs> He kind of reminds me of the the character from the first Toy Story, that that really bad boy. Oh, I mean, if there's ever a live action Toy Story, he has to be sick. <laughs> that character was built for him. <laughs> he looks like him. <laughs> that was probably the him. The shape, the eyes, the eyebrows. That's him. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, it should be good. Um, we're going to have Gamora. She's going to come back. She wasn't in this special at all. 
Um, right. We, I don't know if you saw, um, I saw a headline the other week. Zoe Zaldana says she feels trapped working for these franchises. It's really stifled her creativity the past 10 years, um, which I understand being in Avatar, um, Marvel, and there's another one as well that she's in. Um, very time consuming, right? The schedules, but also a, a huge point of privilege, right? I'm just so tired of being in all these famous movies. Oh, these millions of dollars. I just hate it sometimes. Okay. Well, you know, she wants to do something that, you know, doesn't have such a huge light on it. I, I want to do one of these independent projects. Well, she did one, Nina Simone, but it was awful. Um, <laughs> People were highly critical of it because she had to paint her skin black. Yeah, that's not a good thing. Not a good look at all. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was on Twitter reading about it. We were saying, well, you're saying you're trapped with these franchises. Well, you tried to step out of it and you didn't do so hot. So <laughs> maybe that's why. It's not us, it's you. Um, I mean, she was in the Star Trek franchise. Oh, that's the other one. Yeah, she's second three, oh, Star Trek. A- there's a fourth one coming out next year. Wow. Yeah. She, I believe she holds the record for um, taking part in the most franchises. I forget how it's said, but she's she has the most recurring roles in the most amount of franchises happening at the same time over any other actress or actor. It's like her roles are just side character enough that she can be in other films, which happen to be other franchises. But she didn't have to sign back up for Avatar. I mean, it's been over 10 years since then. Right, right. But that was the first one. And somehow she did all the other ones after the fact, I guess, didn't realize that that would actually be coming back at some point. Yeah, and I I don't know about you. I mean, this is way off topic, but I'm not exactly excited for that Avatar movie. I mean, no one is. The (laughs) The reason Avatar was so exciting the first time was because it was new technology. It was the first time we had that level of IMAX, um, that level of CGI for that long in this magical world. So it was a good story, but it was really just a good visual presentation. The story was Pocahontas. I mean, you have a white man coming into a native land. Um, They say they're there for good, but they're stealing resources. Many of the natives die, but the princess's or the chief's uh, daughter, princess, um, falls in love with this white man and they unify the two worlds. That is Pocahontas. So the story wasn't new in Avatar, but what was new is just how it looked. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I'm, 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 I'm going to watch it and uh, just see how it is, but. It's, I think, I mean, I'm sure with all the time and money they put into this, it has to be a good story. Like, I just don't see this being bad. Um, and if it is, that's a, that's a really, that's really bad. But no, um, honestly, I can definitely see it, see it being bad. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't you see so many movies just come up short, all this hype and then bam, trash. I mean, th- you can argue this is the most hype film of all time. It's been 10 years. Disney has had a world of Pandora for like three or four years now because these films are supposed to happen. Back to back like that? Why not spread it out? 
Well, it's supposed to. It was supposed to be like ten years ago. There's the the sequel is supposed to be forever ago, before Marvel was a thing. Avatar is supposed to be this this the films coming out every two years or so, but they just got backed up, and now they're squeezing it all out at the end. Well, uh, Avatar the first one came out in two thousand nine, Iron right. Man two thousand eight, along with the mm-hmm. Hulk. Mm-hmm. So they did it first marvel <laughs> well they well i mean they're the same studio they just the studio chose marvel over them to continue for whatever reason well I, wasn't disney didn't buy it at first or i mean it wasn't disney owned by own disney at whenever first. the first one came out disney didn't own it back then but they also didn't own the hulk either and they still don't choices are made they still don't own the hulk you're right so choices were made, and they chose to double down on Marvel and Star Wars. I mean, that's what really is the, the, the kick in the face, is they didn't own Star Wars either. Bought Star Wars after Avatar, and still put out several Star Wars films before Avatar. That's what's unfair. Well, um, I thought it was on the director, really. That was somewhat. I mean, but you put enough money in their face, I'd do anything. Um but the, the the director held up a little bit, but the studio also didn't pressure it enough, which yeah. is strange yeah. because they had the whole the whole kingdom at Disney World built already for Pandora. The priorities on that one were really weird. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, she's all over the place. Multiple franchises: Star Trek, Marvel, Avatar. Um, and she's tired of getting these checks. It's like the guy who plays is James Bond. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the most recent James Bond has the most James Bond pieces, but you know, they're every they're supposed to recast that actor so often. Um, no, but the actor said he was tired of it. Yeah, yeah. He's tired. He's because t- um, usually they don't. Do, I think before it was only like two or three movies max for each James Bond actor. Until him, for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah, like five. Right. And they just refuse to make it just over the next of seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess it won't be long before he's in a Marvel movie or one of these superhero films. But um, I'm trying to think, was he already? No. Daniel Craig? I don't think so. I guess not. Yeah. Uh, doesn't want to. I have heard some actors who they don't want to be in a Marvel film because of the commitments as well. Because you got I me, mean, Chris Pratt. Even now, he was in you know Guardians of the Galaxy. Then he got Jurassic World, and it's really hard to do anything else when you have that. I mean, that time commitment is really big. Well, he's made some other things because because he yes. um he's got a series on Amazon Prime. Um, I forgot what it's called, but uh, that's got like 10 episodes. And then he did that other movie last year. Yeah, he's been in a couple things. Yeah, so. Sometimes they make it, they make it out sometimes. I mean, Tom Holland made it out and done other things. And um, Chris Hensworth has done other things. They survived. <laughs> they survived. They survived. But then you got others who just, I'll ride these checks. I mean, until the cows come home. Like, um, like uh, Iron Man. Um, 
What's his real name? I'm forgetting all of a sudden. Robert Downey Jr. Right, Robert Downey Jr. Because I mean, he had all he I mean he was acting for years, of course, before um, Iron Man. But since then, I don't think he's been in much else other than Marvel films. No, not a whole bunch. But I think if you're one of those actors who are just coming up and looking for that big role, or at least something that's consistent, then you go oh. ahead and stay there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't need to be working on commission. I need that guaranteed check. <laughs> right. House and mouse. But as far as Guardians of the Galaxy, um, I'm really looking forward to it. This was definitely one of my favorite series in the Marvel Universe. Um, I really think I, I really like the first one. I think it's a classic at this point. Um, Second I one, I remember when no one knew what this was and everyone was making jokes about it. <laughs> I don't forget. People were, people act like they always love this, but when it was in the theaters, people were making jokes. Yeah, they're like, what is this? I mean, I said that, really. I didn't know who they yeah. were. <laughs> but it's become one of the best. I mean, it's mm-hmm. got so many people behind it. I mean, so many toys, the group, baby group toys, you know. Right. It's endless. Baby Groot was Baby Yoda before Baby Yoda. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I think this was supposed to originally come out in 2020. I think it's earlier than that. Or, or wait. Oh, the special. I thought it was Avatar again. No, no, no. The special. I'm not really sure. No, I meant the volume three. Oh, yes. They did push it back. Because, you know, with the whole director thing. Right. But they finally said, fine. It's fine. (laughs) Make this now. Right. But now he has something with DC. So Mm -hmm. maybe he's... Trying to be uh, like Kevin Feige. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, But yeah, I'm really looking forward to what Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 brings. Um, they always have so many different um, contrasts, like with the colors and how it's filmed. It always mm-hmm. looked really good. Yeah, yeah, they definitely killed the, the visual, the visual game more so than other Marvel movies back, especially when it first came out. Yeah, and there's not the the franchises, the different um, franchises in Marvel, they don't always have a distinct um, difference as far as I guess how it's filmed. I would say Guardians is filmed in a different way. The last two Thor films have been kind of similar to the Guardians films, how they're filmed. Um, mm-hmm. Black Panther is different, you know. Um, right. Guardians of the Galaxy was so good, that's how Thor became filmed. <laughs> they took the that formula Word for word, bar for bar. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, Black Panther's film differently. Um, and also, you know, they have a distinct music. Like, mm-hmm. Not, mm-hmm. not many of the franchises have, like, a distinct soundtrack. Right. But the most different, perhaps, The Eternals. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, at this but, point, but, I kind of forgot about that film. 
the the history channel of the MCU. <laughs> I thought again, I still thought it was really good. Well, I mean, I, I like parts of it. I, I don't think it's a bad movie. Um, but in some ways, it is a little forgettable. Um, but let's actually rank the Phase Four films. So, for me, the name them all. I don't even know. <laughs> well, for me, I'll say my top two are Black Panther: Wakanda Forever and Spider Man: No Way Home, and also um, Doctor Strange: Multiverse. Let me look at a list before. Hmm. Oh, yeah, the holiday special ends the uh, phase four. I'd probably say um, with just the movies for sure, um, Doctor Strange, then Black Panther, then Shang-Chi. What about Spider-Man? What about Spider-Man? What? What? <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was great. It was good. It was great. But I said what I said. <laughs> so what about that whole Doctor Strange fight and everything? Come on. I mean, it was like a, it. It was a good movie. That about the Doctor Strange fight. I mean, them making Doctor Strange look stupid so he could win. Great. <laughs> um, the movie bringing back characters. From the past to make it interesting, it was great. It was it had nothing to do with Spider Man, though. Everything to do with nostalgia. That's what that's what Spider Man is. Spider Man is a nostalgia of the MCU, much like Batman is that for the DCEU. He just existed for a long time. Tons of movies, tons of material, tons of callbacks and things you can compare it to. Um, so it's popular, but I wouldn't say it's amazing. It's just popular. We're going to stop the slander right there. But um, <laughs> so I, I'm looking at a list. So Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Um, that's my first one. Then Spider-Man No Way Home. Then Doctor Strange um, Multiverse. Uh, then Shang-Chi. I'm going to have to put it's kind of a toss up between Eternals and Black Widow for last. Oh, um, <laughs> how is that disrespectful? I mean, probably Eternals is my number four, so they're not my top three. Um, but Black Widow, come on. Yes, it's down there. It, it made no sense. It it was the timeline was it, it, it was already passed. I shouldn't have done it. Um, it was. It didn't. It wasn't substantial. It didn't mean anything. Nothing from that movie has any impact on anything. I would say with um, the sister, uh, what's her name? She could have been introduced in the show alone. That been fine. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a toss up for last place. With those two. Um, not saying that they're bad films. They're just lower than the rest. Thor: Love and Thunder third to last you can pick whatever you want for those last two with um eternals and black widow for last place wow. <laughs> i mean you said the soundtrack i can't even think of the soundtrack in that film well no well the soundtrack but <laughs> not much the soundtrack but the movie itself and it did sound the most different it sounded classical it sounded you know it was 
theatrical. It was it was different. Well, actually, the the only thing I remember is when um the big uh, what 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 was he called? The big giant, the, huh? The one that they could talk to. The or... the 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 big giant, uh, I guess, eternal guy. Oh, not he. Well, the he celestial. wasn't. Yeah, yeah, the celestial. I remember that background music was like, like that. I like that, but that's it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It's because it was so epic and big. That's why I like it. But it was, it was everything else. eh, It's all right. I mean, Druig, such a bore. (laughs) I mean, he wasn't even in that much of it for him to be a reason that he was bad. Such a bore. I mean, Delete him I from the, the universe. Only thing that, my only critique was they underutilized Angela Jolie. They probably just couldn't afford her. But other than that, I think it was great. Um, it's average. It does not deserve that slander. <laughs> I mean, and that's what most people said. They've tried to do, you know, that many main characters as well. Yeah. I mean, I'd watch it again, but it wouldn't be my first film that I'd watch again. Wow. I think I've seen it twice. I think I've seen it one time. Now, TV shows, I, I will say, because um, you have WandaVision in there. Um, the What If series is in there. Um, and I would probably do as a top three TV series, WandaVision, the What If series, and mm, I don't know, it's a tie between Loki and Moon Knight. Okay. Um, my, my top three, I really like What If. That That's yeah. probably number one for me. Um, I think WandaVision is good, but not that great. Uh, I mean the the Agatha song. I mean that was great. That was the best part of it. I mean, but. I love it. Going through <laughs> going through the TV through the decades, it was emotional. It was, I, yeah, it was good. It was also her just flying around on strings at the end. So that that kind of took me out of it a little bit. <laughs> um. I really like Moon Knight, so that would be a number two. And I guess either Loki or I like the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Maybe those two. I mean, they're all kind of different flavors. I mean, I I, I don't think very much so. I, I don't think any of them are just for like one person. Like it's it's hard to choose. Like there's one for everybody. Because, I mean, I like all of them. I like Miss Marvel. Actually, I have not seen She-Hulk, so I can't really comment about that one. Um, I think I don't think you like She-Hulk as much as the rest of them. I mean, I thought it was funny, but the level of show, it's very different. <laughs> I'm definitely going to check it out, though. Um, but, yeah, uh, I, I would say What If, Moon Knight, and I guess Loki. Top three. Okay. I feel like Moon Knight is the most different. They they yes. uh 
they really take a chance with that. It's probably the darkest one. Mm -hmm. And the most complex as well with the split personalities. Yeah. And besides Loki, it's, it probably led me to wanting more the most. Yeah, I didn't necessarily want more of Loki. I was glad to see um, and be introduced to Kang, but Loki as the series itself, I think at times is a bit boring. Well, I meant I meant like the repercussions of what happened gotcha. at the end of it. Yeah, very consequential. Yeah, um, maybe the most consequential. Yeah, I mean, because he got uh, what's his name showing up in Quantum Mania, right? Um, which kind of pulls you in for another Ant Man film, so <laughs> that could be something because you know Ant Man is the most loved movie on its own. So I think this will make really boost up his his stats of of, of good movies. Hopefully, hopefully it's a really good film. I mean, his films none of them are bad, but they're not like great either. <laughs> no, they're, they're true comedies. I think they were the first. I feel like the first Ant Man was the first like real comedy in the MCU. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Age of Ultron was a little bit of a comedy. Yeah, it was. Was it funny because it was trying to be funny then? Or yeah, it was trying to be funny. to be funny. It was trying to be funny. That's what I thought. <laughs> I still like it though. One of the most important films in the whole series. But um, yeah, that's how I rank things. And I'm interested to see what we have coming up next. Uh, but any other thoughts about the Guardians of the Galaxy and the special? No, I'm excited to see what happens with Gamora's character. But other than that, no. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, just it, it'll be interesting to see where she is now because I think the last time we saw her, she just kicked Peter in the nuts and then walked away. Right, um, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, go out and watch the special. Uh, but I think that does it for us any reviews. Thank you everybody for listening. Make sure to check out our other platforms, including YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which are all linked in the description. And if you want to send us a message, click the message link to get featured on the show. And thanks for listening.